This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns and Chad P. For that bankruptcy seminar, you you, you have to pay for that? Yeah, but don't worry about well, it. What's the, the point? <laughs> <laughs> Put it on your credit card. What the hey? You're going to go into bankruptcy. I actually anyway. thought about that the first time my wife suggested that we take this Dave Ramsey financial peace class. Yeah. hundred dollars Like, well, wait a minute. That's it. for financial peace. Class is in. Broadcasting live from a cruise ship, eating spam while oh, stuck God. dead in the Mexican Ocean. Oh, oh yeah. please. This is rock school. At least they opened the bar. Yeah, yeah that's right. They opened the bar. The, the beer was warm, but it was completely free. I'll, I'll bet nobody it. turned it down. <laughs> this is rock school. My name is Joe Burns, a professor in the communication department. What's your name? Chad P. As he sits over there having his uh, la- breakfast, lunch. That, that kind of looks like it's it could be snack. either one. Yeah, a little snack. Chiquita. Caramel apples, you know. Yeah. Um, now, have you ever had money problems, Chad P.? You're asking me this on the air. I am asking you this on the air. What do you define as money problems? Well, I know you're going through that, what is that? The, 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 oh, the Dave Ramsey the financial Dave Ramsey piece. piece. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're trying to become debt-free. Well, I just want to get a better understanding of how to manage money, get some ideas for some investments. But yeah, I got a couple of debts that I'd like to pay off, like student loans. Oh, yeah. Now, you would think, if you were a rock star and you had 11 gob of freaking jillion dollars... You'd be doing pretty well. Right. You'd never have any money trouble. You could just pay off the cable bill and it would be done. I would right? think. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. None of these people ever go bankrupt, do they? Well, I'm guessing they do. Yeah. <laughs> I have a list here today mm-hmm. of nothing but famous rock stars who have gone bankrupt. Oh, come on, man! You don't want to discuss those people's finances on the air. They explained them on the web, so I'm going to explain them here. Okay. For example, Natalie Cole went bankrupt in 1997. What? Tammy Wynette went bankrupt in 1998 due to failed investments in Florida shopping malls. Mm-hmm. Run DMC went bankrupt in uh, August of 1993. Get out of here. And according to Run, I don't know what his real name is, but Run, he said they didn't go bankrupt. Rich people go bankrupt. They went broke. (laughs) And the one we're going to play to kick it off, Tom Petty filed for bankruptcy in May of 1979, but he apparently did it with a bit of intelligence behind it. Uh Yeah. He allowed himself to go bankrupt. Petty is known as a, like a guardian of his creative control, artistic freedom. Yeah, Remember, yeah. he wouldn't allow his CDs to be paid to, or to be worth more money than a certain amount because he wanted people to be able to afford them. Yeah. In 79, he was dragged into a legal dispute when ABC Records was sold to MCA. Mm-hmm. Well, he refused to be transferred to another label without his consent. So he allows himself to go into bankruptcy, files for it. And when the change goes over, mm-hmm. MCA wouldn't take him. Bankrupt. <laughs> so he allows himself to be bankrupt, and that 
helped him get signed over to a subsidiary record label, Backstreet Record, allowing him to keep creative control of himself and his music. How smart are you when you can use bankruptcy as a strategy? How about that? What? Last Dance with Mary James. Here is the intelligent Tom Petty. Rock School. This is Rock School as we talk about bankruptcy and famous stars who went into bankruptcy. I would have liked to have been uh, sitting in on that band meeting. On Tom Petty. Guys, I got a solution. (laughs) That's right. I can't. I got to go buy a car, Tom. I'll be right back. No, 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 no. What? You can't. Oh, no. Really? (laughs) Dig this. What? Harry Wayne Casey. You know who he is? No. Lead singer of Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh, that, whoa. Massive money. Yeah. I mean, when you start looking at the number of hits that Casey and the Sunshine Band have had. Quite a few. Went into bankruptcy. Mm. $1,000 almost a week up his nose. Mm. And was drinking a fifth of vodka a day. Now, See, he's clean now, but right. that'll send you into bankruptcy. Well, that's unfortunate whenever all the money goes towards the drug addiction. But yeah. like when you're talking about these bad investments and things of that nature. Big that's, trouble. Yeah. yeah. How about Vanilla Ice? What about him? Vanilla Ice loses in one fell swoop almost $1.5 million. Cuff-whap. <laughs> in one shot. What do you do, bet it on a game of blackjack? <laughs> it, it might as well have been that clean. He was in a tax-exempt bond. Uh-huh. The guy who ran it, his name was Ronald Stern, kills yeah. himself Uh-oh. in July of 99. And because of that, the whole thing collapses. Ooh. And he gets back. He... Vanilla Ice, who's Robert Van Winkle, that's Winkle, his real yeah. name. Yeah. He recoups five cents on the dollar. Oh, in case you're wondering, no. of a $1,450,000 investment, that's what? he gets back 72 grand Ooh. with no interest. Nothing. Sends him right into bankruptcy. And how about this? Billy Joel is the third best selling singer in the U.S. Mm-hmm. In case you're wondering, he's behind Garth Brooks and Elton John. Yeah. Billy Joel. $30 million. Instead of getting a professional firm or a professional money guy uh-huh. to look at his money, he puts his brother-in-law in charge of his money. Well, his brother-in-law. Hey, Bill, let me run the money. What do you say? That's what happens when you drink furniture polish. $30 million. This guy just blew away. And then furthermore, his drummer, Liberty DeVito, yeah. it's always the drummer's. Susan, I mean, it's always the drummer. It's always the drummers. Susan stating he owes him royalties, and it sent him boom, straight into bankruptcy. <laughs> Third highest selling guy sends him straight into bankruptcy. You know what it was? What? He was acting like a big shot. Well, right here. Rock school. Well, you went uptown riding in your limousine with your fine Park Avenue clothes. You had the dog hair in your hand. Well, I'll tell you what, you think you have money trouble? You think you're having trouble meeting the cable bill at the end of the month? It's said that you spend up to what you have. I mean, you think, yep. once I get millions of dollars, everything will be fine. No. Well, you won't live like this. No, you won't. Once you get the million dollars. This is true. Maybe you'll do what MC Hammer did. What did you he know, do? All that money that he got. MC Hammer filed for bankruptcy back in 1996, made literally gajillions of dollars. 
went on a spending spree of 12 to 20 million just to live. Just to live. His house, the furnishings, mm-hmm. all the things that are inside of it. Guess how much it cost him just to keep his house and his payroll per month. Per month? Per month. His house and his payroll. This is before he toured or anything. Two million. Half a million dollars Half per month. Half a million, wow. It's, and he just couldn't keep it up. Mm-hmm. And after a while, he had to sell the whole thing. So Leif Garrett. Mm-hmm. Leif Garrett, as soon as he hit puberty, it was over. You know, he wasn't, well, he wasn't cute anymore. Uh-huh. His voice changed and nobody cared anymore. And he was literally living, after going on, um, going through bankruptcy, he was literally living on an income of $1,000 per month allowance from his mom. <laughs> so, yeah, he went completely out of that. And the one we're going to play, the lead singer of the Isley Brothers, Ronald Isley. Uh-huh. Now, I, I got this uh, when he was 66 years old. So some of it may be a little bit old, but it, this is what happened. Declares bankruptcy in 1997 after the IRS seizes his yacht, his cars, and his property. Yeah. Okay. He was discharged four years later. They said to him, okay, we're going to discharge the bankruptcy. Everything is fine. When they discharged it, they looked into it further. The guy hadn't filed tax returns for five years. Oh, you can't do that. How do you do that? How do you forget? What do you say? I'm sorry. I forgot. My apologies. So he goes into jail for 37 months in Indiana for five counts of tax evasion and one count of failing to file a tax return. So they took everything the guy has, everything, and sent him to jail for 37 months. That's the way it works, man. Haven't you ever seen The Pursuit of Happiness? Here are the Isley Brothers and Ronald Isley out front. Fight the power, part one. Rock school. the Isley Brothers, you got to fight the power. The problem is, power tends to fight back yeah. and put you into then, jail. There, right. There is no debtor's prison anymore, but there is still regular prison. That's right. The power garnishes. That's right. And tends to take your yacht. Right. I wonder what it's like to actually own a yacht. Now, have you ever thought about filing bankruptcy? Nope. I did some research into bankruptcy when I was, you know, getting ready for this show. You know, there are actually seminars. It started out in California and it's starting to work its way across the United States. There are actually seminars teaching people how to do bankruptcy. What? Yeah. The economy is so bad right now in some parts of the country that people are looking at bankruptcy as the answer. Let me ask you this. Because it only stays on your record. Chapter 13 stays on your record between 7 and 10 years, and Chapter 7 stays on your record 10 years. And if you go into bankruptcy at 25, 26, 27, maybe mm-hmm. even 30, you're done at 40 years old. <laughs> it's, it's off your record. Wow. So you can go and buy another house. So they're literally saying bankruptcy is the answer. For that bankruptcy seminar, you, you, you have to pay for that? Yeah, but don't worry about well, it. What's the, check the point? Will <laughs> Put it on your credit card. What the hey? You're going to go into bankruptcy. I actually anyway. thought about that the first time my wife suggested that we take this Dave Ramsey financial peace class. Yeah, hundred dollars. Like, well, wait a minute. That, well, Dave's got to make his money too. Looking for financial peace. Do you know the difference between Chapter Seven and Chapter Thirteen? These are the two that everybody wants to do. No, I don't. Chapter Seven 
is the one you do not want. Oh. If you do chapter seven, you're basically wiped out. Mm-hmm. All your debts are given over to a trustee, somebody who works on your behalf, and they basically sell everything that you have. Oh. They wipe you out and wow. then give the money to your debtors as much as possible. So they get paid back as much as they can get, mm-hmm. and then you're just wiped out. Mm-hmm. That's it. 13 is the one you want. That's protection. Your debtors can't come after you anymore. But a payment plan is set up. You're set up on a budget by yeah, a judge. Right. And if you do it and you pay these people back, it's wiped off your record in seven years. Hmm. 13's the one you want. So if things get really bad, look for 13. Don't go for seven. That's the one that just blap and wipes it, you right out. A little backwards. Nobody wants unlucky 13 bankruptcy. They yeah, want the seven. That's the one you want. Hello, Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Everybody. Pay your bills. Just letting you know. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. No need to stop on the bankruptcy seminar tour up there because they all pay their stuff. That's right. Lots of money up around that part of the state. Nobody going bankrupt in Shreveport. That's right. And it costs uh, nothing. Uh, It's free to be our friend on Facebook. But the rewards are endless. Search Rock School Radio Show. Back in a minute. Rock School. Okay, this is Rock School, and we're talking about uh, very famous rock stars who went bankrupt. Now, here's not a rock star, but the mom of a rock star, Lynn Spears, as in Britney Spears' mom. Yeah. She went bankrupt in 1998. How do you, as Britney Spears, who literally sleeps on a bed full of money, how do you let your mom go bankrupt? Hey, you know, don't ask questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Better left unsolved right. is what you're saying. Shaka Khan and her son, Damien Holland, uh-huh. they went bankrupt. It's not exactly the funniest story in the world. Damien Holland apparently was part of a wrongful death sentence mm. against another boy. Um, and as part of the wrongful death lawsuit, the Shaka Khan was ordered to pay $1.3 million to the family of the boy. Ew. And that pretty much sent her right into bankruptcy. Mm. So that's another one. So Shaka Khan, though, coming back. Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister. Huh. After all of that success, right. after all of that money, because of lawsuits over tour advances and endorsements, mm-hmm. sent him right into bankruptcy. Had to pay so much to the lawyers right into bankruptcy. He actually had to take a minimum wage job. This is how you want to talk about why should I go to college? So you have something to fall back on. Yeah. You know, he had nothing to fall back on. He knew he knew nothing but how to be a, a rock star. Mm-hmm. He took a minimum wage job selling computers like at Best Buy. Yeah. And he had to ride a bicycle to get there because he couldn't afford a car. Oh, that's a VH1 reality show right there. It really is, yeah. He actually got back into money Mm -hmm. by going on the radio. The radio saved him. He took over for Bubba the Love Sponge (laughs) when Bubba the Love Sponge got kicked off the radio and is now touring again and has built himself back up to serious money. But for a while there, out of money, riding his bike to like Best Buy to sell computers to people like you and me. Hey. Hey. Aren't you D. Snyder? I would buy a computer from him, and I would, I would listen to his radio show. I certainly Absolutely. would. You know what I want to do? What? I want to rock. Rock school. I hate setting you up for those stupid 
pun song introduction <laughs> thing. You do that all the time. Hey, man, it's all about radio. Hey, you know what this is? What's what? that? It's the next song. song. Yeah, that's right. It yes. works good. Dumb. I don't even tell you when they're coming either. No. Three minutes to the bottom of the hour, so we have time to do a nice, short song, and I happen to have one right here. Jay Black of Jay and the Americans went bankrupt. When? It says, I don't have the actual date here, but it says it was because of bad management, and the problem with Jay Black was he really liked gambling. Oh, that'll do it too. And if you look at all those places in Las Vegas, they certainly weren't built on people winning. (laughs) That's true, Jay, they tend to take your money. Come a little bit closer. Here's Jay and the Americans. Rock school. In a little cafe, just the other side of the border. He was sitting there giving me looks that make my mouth water. Okay, bottom of the hour here on Rock School as we talk about bankruptcy. Let's take a quick break and do seven days in 70 seconds. Monday, November 15th through Sunday, November 21st. We always do the names, too. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. And he's got Monday. Go. November 15th in 1990, a German producer by the name of Frank Farin exposed Milli Vanilli as fakes. What? He announced that they didn't sing their what? breakthrough single, girl. You know what? it's true. They were lip-syncing when what? they performed live. What? Oh, yes, sir. What? My world is crashing down around me. Well, that's what you get. Tuesday, November 16th, 10 years ago, rapper Joe C., a member of Kid Rock's band, dies from an immune disorder at age 26, Taylor, Michigan. I saw him live. He was awesome. Did you really? I did. Huh. Saw him in Lafayette. November 17th, back in 1962, the Four Seasons went to number one with Big Chicks Don't Weep. <laughs> What? You mean big girls don't cry? Oh, is that what it says? Oh, well, yeah, it was the first version. Okay. Yeah, you want to you want to redo the words. November 18th, it's a Thursday, 1975. Bruce Springsteen makes his first appearance in the UK at the Hammersmith Odeon. Keeping up with the topic at hand, November 19th, 1979, Mr. Chuck Berry was released from prison in California after serving a sentence for income tax evasion. Oh, spectacular. And uh, Saturday, November 20th, uh, in 1973, 19-year-old Who fan Scott Halpern sits in for an ill Keith Moon. Ill. Ill. Yes, he was ill. Uh, Drugs and drink had nothing to do with it. During a concert in San Francisco, and then finally five years ago, 2005, Sunday, November 21st, MTV star and Poison lead singer Brett Michaels escapes without injury when someone took a shot at their tour bus. Yucca. I really like Poison. Let's shoot at them. Look, you can't assume that just because Keith Moon was sick that it had something to do with drugs and alcohol. I know he was a booze hound and a druggie. He may have had bronchitis. If it walks like a duck... Sounds like a duck, Don't give which me is that what analogy. I sound like right now. <laughs> okay. Back to those who uh, had real money problems. Harry Nilsson. It says here Harry Nilsson went from a multimillionaire to having $300 in the bank literally overnight. His best friend was Terry Gilliam, mm-hmm. film director and, of course, a, a member of Monty Python. According to him, in one fell swoop, his financial manager wipes him out. Mm. I mean, whoop, went from multi-millions to $300. In fact, according to Gilliam, it was that strain that gave Nielsen a heart attack. It was the bankruptcy, he said. The guy was, you know, drink, smoke, lots of that. But something pushed him over, and it was dealing with the bankruptcy. A literal sudden wham, go to bed with millions, wake up with $300 that sent him into that, the 
heart attack that took him out. So, wow, there you go. Here's Nilsson. Jump into the fire. Rock school. You know, now that I think about it, I had the same thing happen to me. What's that? Oh, I went to bed one night with 50 cents on my dresser, woke up, gone. Wow. My you kid took it and put it in his piggy bank. I was going to say, you think your kid might have taken yeah, it? Yeah, he stole it straight yeah. up. My, uh, my wife learned that my wallet sits over on the, uh, over on the dresser, mm-hmm. and oftentimes she'll get up and just say, well, I need this for work. I go to work, too. <laughs> All right. Eddie Fisher, he had a problem that... Anybody that asked him for money, he gave it to. He them? gave it to them. Hmm. He was just one of those guys. Money and bags, huh? Yeah, people that learned that he was that way took advantage of him. And when the money dried up, when he stopped having hits, all the friends, you know, oh, went yeah. away as well. Just and he beard. went into bankruptcy. That's a shame. Tony Braxton filed for bankruptcy in 1998, owed 3.9 million dollars in debts. Dig this. What? Her creditors huh? required her to sell off everything she had. She had to sell off her Grammys. Oh, no. And all of her music awards. Can you imagine that? They wouldn't let her just keep those. Yeah. Sold them all off. And I'm sure they were worth a whole lot of money because people who are like her fans. Yeah. I mean, what would I pay for a Van Halen Grammy? What would I pay for a Van Halen music award? I mean, I'd go nuts for something like that. You can imagine what a Tony Braxton fan would pay for that. So I'm wow. sure those were worth a whole lot of money. So, yeah. Great Gonzos, it's Sweaty Teddy. Ted, Ted Nugent, Nugent went bankrupt? Yeah, he certainly did back in 1980. It was all because of business ventures and poor management. Mm, poor management mm. of money. However, he just simply kept putting out albums. He never quit. When he went bankrupt, he didn't sit in the corner and go, oh, poor me. He just kept putting out kept albums. Rolling, huh? He kept rolling. And now is, again, a multimillionaire, board of directors at the National Rifle Association, and has his own actually very successful beef jerky company called Gonzo Meat Biltong. Oh, yeah. Ted really doesn't need money because he shoots his food. That's true. He lives off the land. You have to kill it before you grill it. And it's appropriate. We're going to play Dog Eat Dog. Oh, dang it. Here's Ted Nugent. You did it again. You did. Rock school. This is Rock Schools. We talk about those who have gone bankrupt. Any idea where the word bankrupt comes from? Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Uh, yes, as a matter of fact. You'd think that it would be older than that. No. <laughs> comes from the Latin banca rupta, which literally means broken bench. People who lent money after they were finished, they broke the table when they were no longer in business. Wow. They broke the bench. And here's one more little piece of trivia. What? Why are they called chapters? Why do you file Chapter 7 and Chapter 13? Any because, idea? Because section was patented? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good. That, that's it. Again, um, it's because it's part of the U.S. Bankruptcy Code. And if you get a hold of the book, mm-hmm. the U.S. Bankruptcy Code, and you want to do 7, yeah. it is literally Chapter 
seven gotcha. that you file. That's where it came from. Hello, KLSU. We'll be back in just a minute to tell you about a couple people who had really, really bad luck in the world of finance. Hello, WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Stop running up the score, guys. It doesn't look good. <laughs> back in a minute, Rack School. It's bankruptcy today on Rock School. You're familiar with George Clinton, lead singer of Parliament Funkadelic? I am, yes. Goes bankrupt in 1985, and it really, really ugliness, too. There's a group called Armin and Monty's, which were entrusted to act on his behalf as administrators okay. of his music. Sure. Apparently, there were several documents that Clinton disputes mm-hmm. that appear to have his signature on them. Mm-hmm. And Clinton says, no, 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 I never signed those. And lawsuits have thrown back and forth. The signature hands all publishing and music masters over to this group. Oh, wow. He basically hands his music over to these people. But he says he didn't do it. Well, of course not. Why would he? <laughs> Here you go. Take all this stuff and, you know, there. It causes him to lose all rights and financial gain to any of his songs. Why would he do that? And because of that, he had to go into bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And the lawsuits fly back and forth. And the one we're going to play, Marvin Gaye files for bankruptcy in 1976. Marvin Gaye? Marvin Gaye. Oh, you'd think that dude would receive all kind of crazy royalties for every time his song is played on a jukebox in a bar. You would think, but it was because of a court ruling forcing him to pay his wife back alimony. Uh, He had waited so long to pay his wife alimony that he owed her $600,000 in back alimony. I did not know he was a deadbeat dad. Apparently. Did not. What what the the court said for him to do is, your next album, Mm -hmm. you must give your wife the first Mm $600,000. So instead of creating sort of a hit album, what he did is create the album, Here My Dear. And the entire album, yeah, that's what he did. That's what he I did. I love it. Did it work? Did he Did he garnish his 600000 uh, I, I have no idea if he got the money or not, but the album basically gives all the personal details of a lousy marriage. It's called Here, My Dear. You can still go get it. It's out there. Oh, I love it. This song is actually not from Here, My Dear. This was one of his hits. That's the way love is. Here's Marvin Gaye. No, it wasn't on that album. That's right. Rock's cool. I'd just like to say good call on the positive topic leading into the Thanksgiving holidays. Oh, is that true? Oh, there, yeah. Well, Black Friday comes up. Prices will never be lower. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> you jerk. Here are some people we didn't get to. Isaac Hayes. Oh, the chef from the South Park? That's right. He had to go into uh, bankruptcy. When? Uh, he filed in 1976. Oh, way back. Okay. His label went broke. The label that had him Ooh. with over $6 million in debts, and because they weren't paying him, right. he in turn said... I'm not going to pay the loans that I have. Uh-huh. He didn't pay his own notes. And because of that, he had to go into bankruptcy. Well, unfortunately, lost that's his home the way it property. Works. If oh, you don't yeah. have money coming in, you can't have any going out. Johnny Paycheck, same thing. Financial problems with the IRS. Lisa Left Eye Lopez of TLC. They just didn't make any money as a group. They signed a terrible deal. And the, the they were TLC. huge, though. Yeah, but they signed a terrible deal. And because of that, they weren't making any money. Mm. Peter Frampton, uh, he 
was touring too much to keep an eye on his money. And when he realized he was in trouble, there was a market crash in 1987 and it sent him right into bankruptcy. Wow. David Crosby, uh, when he went out in a solo career, mm-hmm. it failed. Boom. Sent him into uh, bankruptcy. Cindy Lauper had a very short stint uh, with a record deal in 1980 yeah. with a group called Blue Angel before she became you know, Cindy Lauper. Sure. And because of that, the group Blue Angel faced bankruptcy when their manager sued them for $80,000. And, you know, this was an, a young group. They didn't have 80 grand. Sure. And so, sure. Oof, gone. Wow. Uh, what else do I have here? Mick Fleetwood of the band Fleetwood Mac. He files for bankruptcy in 1984. He stated it was because of purchasing real estate. The other members of Fleetwood Mac say it was because he kept putting things up his nose. Hmm. So, Which Andy, one do you believe? Nose. <laughs> uh, Andy Gibb, uh, John Whitehouse. Also, he had a hit with Ain't No Stopping Us Now. Sure. Yeah. And then finally, Suge Knight. That's the other ones I have here. Wow. Uh, oh, Willie Nelson as well. He wrote a, an album called The IRS Tapes, Who'll Buy My Memories, when it was found <laughs> out he owed the, um, the IRS close to $12 million. And the one we're going to end on. Michael Lee a day. Oh, not meatloaf. You don't want to plan end on meatloaf? You're playing meatloaf. Yeah, I can end on something else if you want. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. He declares bankruptcy twice. Twice? Once in 83 because he owed $1.6 million in debts. So, okay. Yeah, okay. And then again? In 86. Wait a minute. The first time in 83 was when he found out his managers were stealing from him. Uh, so he changed his managers and then they sue him. For changing managers, for breach of contract. How can you file bankruptcy while you're already in bankruptcy? Well, did he file uh, separate chapters? Apparently, or? apparently, the second bankruptcy happens in 1986 when his new album fails to become a hit. Kaboom! Oh my word, dude! And he's in bankruptcy twice. So that's it. Eesh. Yeah, problems. I don't like shows about money. I mean, it's very interesting and and the things you didn't know, but. Taxes, money, I don't nah, I don't like them. Ugly, huh? Yeah. Here's Meatloaf. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. Next week, we're going to do a show called Turkeys. That's right. That's for Thanksgiving. We pay our taxes. That's right, and we'll see you. Class is dismissed. I bet you say that to all the boys.